came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. We love you know. We came here to say that you don't really want it with us, yeah. yeah. The sports show. Yeah. 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 I think I can stupid. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Your Sports Show, episode 67. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the soul of RB. And to my Who, right. You ain't? You ain't got no soul today. What, what's going on? Yeah, you. Nah. What's up with that? I'm, 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 nah, I'm the no soul, soul of R&B. Really? No soul. What, no what's soul going on with you? Today. I told you after. Wow. No soul. No soul. No soul. <laughs> to my right, God. we have B K Matt. What's going on, y'all? What's going mm. on? You book it up today. I see. It's only for tomorrow. <laughs> only for tomorrow. It's only for tomorrow. And we have the third member, the voice of generation, Pete Rosado. What is good, everybody? And you know you're right. You know he he looks a little looks a little down in the soul department today. <laughs> not as not as, not like as like he don't this. got as much pep in his step. <laughs> well, you know, but as the show goes on, the pep will be <laughs> up. Trust me. And uh, like my name, yeah, that's <laughs> nice for those who are listening. Um, it says Giannis ain't shit, Nets in five. So, and the queen will join us momentarily. Um, how's you guys' week, guys? How was the week? I, I was in the hospital, pushing the nerve again. Yeah, I look, like I work hard. Human, you're like a human operation board. I think it's honestly, it's my body telling me like you fucked up for all the shit that you did to me over the years, you know, with wrestling and basketball and all other stuff. So I think it's catching back up to me. True. true. For the most part, it was cool. That's true. That's cool. Pete, how was your week? Uh, it was a pretty, pretty okay week. You know, um, went out for the first time in a long time this past uh, Friday. Went out to an actual like bar. Mm-hmm. Um. You know, not you drink. Uh, yes, I drink. It's Puerto Rican. I didn't know what that doesn't mean. Nothing. I know a lot of he got Poland Springs in his freaking hand right now. He's recovering. Lord, this is vodka. No, I'm just kidding. Ah, uh. <laughs> would be surprised. No, uh, I really wouldn't. No, my uh, the assistant principal. Uh, of my middle school is uh, leaving uh, our staff at the end of the year, so uh, he threw a little a little shindig together for a couple of. How do I know yeah. you're gonna say shindig? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I just do it in my head. I'm like, he's not gonna say you think he's gonna say shindig. Because <laughs> you know what it is? Damn. He's a white dude, so it wasn't a party. It wasn't this. It was it was you know it was, it for was, him. It was, it was a shindig. It was a get together. Right. It was a get together. Right. At a micro brewery. No, I'm some. Oh, what? What? <laughs> y'all had them little hoardy, y'all had them little bougie IPAs, didn't y'all? I, so I, here's the funny thing. Right. Um, beer does not react well with my stomach, so I don't drink beer. Mm-hmm. I only drink straight liquor. 
uh, or mixed drinks, obviously, which is why growing up when I would go out with my boys or I would go to college, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't really get messed up at the bar because it was too expensive for me to get messed up. They over here got dollar beers for 17 hours. (laughs) Okay. I try to go order a Jack and Coke for like $47. What? Yeah, not I. Like Jack, my man. My man. So, so I, uh, it was a little bit of a different experience for me when we go out to the bars and stuff like that. But it was a, it was a good week. <laughs> I absolutely bet it was. <laughs> you know, for me, I'm just like, I'm he gonna, had money. I'm gonna save my money. I need, I got, I got bills. He had money. Nah, he would get like two drinks. That'd be like twenty dollars. He'd be like, All right, I'm good. That's my limit for the for the night, y'all. Yeah, you, like, them you know, sandwiches. you know, I'm on my last drink when I start long sipping. <laughs> When I start long sipping, you know I'm on my last drink. That's yeah. it. Wow. Yeah, that's wow. how you know I'm on the last one because I'm gonna make that one last, and, and that that's it. Uh, but no, it was a, it was a good week. Can't lie. We got what three more weeks, two and a half more weeks till school ends. So can't wait uh, to enjoy the summer. Oh. You know, it's gonna be. I hope. It's I over really here. Hope, yeah, I really do hope that you know this this turns out to be a really good summer. I know it's gonna be. A lit summer. We just saw the ad. Java mm-hmm. Slam, July thirty first. Like, lit. come it's on. Over. We got we got Java Slam coming up. We got other things coming up this summer. You know, then real world stuff. We got wrestling events opening back up. We got sports events opening back. It is about to be. I heard Summer Jam coming back to New York. Oh, it, it's about to be a whole problem. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. But um. My week was pretty cool. Um, work has been work, you know, giving custom to the new position, but it's 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 cool. It's, it's definitely cool. Feel like it's uh, wearing you out, bro. Oh, uh, it's just not, it's not this work again. I will talk to you after the show, <laughs> but um, I finally changed the song, so we're not going to get copyright. <laughs> <laughs> So thank you, Matt, for finally sending me the music. Hey man. <laughs> finally I've been, on bed rest. Music. I, I've been on bed rest this week. So I you know you've been I on bed rest because you can't you can't yeah. take it to me. Your, your hands yeah. your hands messed up. Okay, I got you. No, I'm by my computer. I was by my NPC and everything. It's on my NPC. I had to get it to you. I, I got you. I got you. I totally understand. Nikki, what's going on? Shout out to Nikki. Hey, Nikki. She has a dope, dope, dope Twitch channel. Make sure you follow her on there. Tons of fun on that. I gotta figure out how to work Twitch. Twitch is not too hard. Twitch is not too hard. You know, like That's I got a nice picture. All these people, like I right. got, you know, I mean, when when I'm working, I barely have time to do it. But like when I have time to play mm-hmm. my video games, I'm like, bro, I want to, I want to go on Twitch and just have fun. Yeah, Twitch is pretty cool. Twitch is pretty cool. But so let's get into uh, the episode and we'll start off with quick hits. Are you guys ready? Let's go. All right, let's rock and roll. Yo, I am loving that. That sounds like sounds oh, like Roman Reigns. No, it, it sounds a little like, <laughs> like Roman. It. it got a little bit of that like Rocky feel to it, and it also got like the feel for like That's the arcade NBA Jam at the same time. Yeah, 
Was definitely yeah. Creed was way, the, was the inspiration for that. At, at basketball practice Creed. this week, yeah. we had uh, one of my students at basketball practice this week was like really on fire from three. So literally, just in practice, I was just yelling out, "He's on fire!" Boom shakalaka. <laughs> oh, shout out to um, Tim Kisper who did uh, a what's the name for? He did a drop for us not too long ago. I'm gonna repost it because I haven't posted it in a while. But let's get into quick hits. Yes, these are the quick hits for the week of June the 12th. I can't believe we're in June. And let's start with something that really cuts into what we spoke about a couple of weeks ago. As we know, Naomi Osaka left the French Open. Serena Williams got defeated in the French Open. So who was going to win the women's draw? Well, it was unseeded Barbara Krejcikova, who defeated 31st-seeded Anastasia Pavlyuchenkova in uh, in three sets at Roland Garros this past uh, earlier today, actually, to win the women's championship. It was just her fifth major tournament as a singles player. Again, she was unseeded in the tournament. So went from unseeded to Grand Slam champion. Uh, congratulations to Barbara Krejcikova. And um, we do know that Rafael Nadal will not be in the men's French Open finals as he lost in the semifinals to Novak Djokovic uh, in the semifinals. And then we know the French Open has been Rafael Nadal's house for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Continuing to talk about playoffs. uh, Playoffs? Um, The Stanley Cup semifinals are set. We are one round away from the Stanley Cup finals. And in the West, we have the number one seeded Vegas Golden Knights going up against the number four seeded Montreal Canadiens. And, you know, it's hard to think about it when you really think about it. Vegas was an expansion team like three years ago. Literally. You don't see this in any other sport. You don't see a football expansion team going to the Super Bowl in four years. I mean, it is is wild to see Vegas has been, I think, in the playoffs every year since their first year in existence in the NHL. And in the East, the number two seeded Tampa Bay Lightning, who seem to be in the playoffs every year, Every year. Jesus. They don't don't quit. Uh, They go on to face the number three seeded. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, New York Islanders. The Islanders are in the semifinals. A lot of people have them pegged to probably beat the Tampa Bay Lightning and go to the Stanley Cup finals. Let me tell you something. Ranger fans might run the city, but Islander fans are wild. If the Islanders are in, if the Islanders are in the Stanley Cup Finals, it's going to be a wild time in New York. Listen, you think football, basketball fans are bad? Soccer fans, hockey fans are another brand of crazy. It's like um, Long Island's team, isn't it? it? It's kind of a little bit, yeah, yeah. It, it, it was their yeah, team. They played in the Nassau Coliseum for many years. Yeah. Um. All of them travel up here on the Long Island Railroad. They were going to Barclays and, and just I, – I was on the train one time. Oh, they're playing Barclays now. No, they did. No, play they the did for a little bit. And they left, thank God. <laughs> Yo, like it was like a frat party every time they played. <laughs> so where they at, um, the, the, the Memorial Coliseum? That, the, the, just... I think they're back in Long Island. But I could yeah. have been building a new stadium. Yeah, yeah, they, and, um, they, Veterans Memorial. I think that's what right. it's called. Something yeah. like that. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Long Island. Speaking <laughs> about playoffs, the college football playoff management committee mm-hmm. actually was having conversations this week about expanding the college football playoffs from the current of four teams to not five, not six, not eight, 12 teams in the college football playoffs under the format that was proposed earlier this week. The brackets would include the six highest ranked conference champions and the next six highest ranked teams as determined by the college football playoff selection committee. There would be no limit on the number of participants from a a specific conference and no league would qualify automatically. Um, You know, the greatest thing I heard uh, earlier this week when this first broke was, yeah, now it's 12 and then, we're, you know, we, we always hear the thing of, oh, it's a 14 playoff that 15 deserve to get in. Well, now we're going to expand it to 12 teams and we're still going to have people saying, oh, that 13th team, man, they should have been in. That 13th team right on the outside should have been in. Um, you know, I, I get why college football cannot do what NCAA basketball does with 64, but I don't think the controversy is ever going to stop when it comes to the playoffs in college football until we find a way – to really just Wait, make it wins and losses. Why do you think it? Why do you think it can't be as you know lengthy as the the, the men's basketball tournament? Uh the length of time and the fact that they can't play games back to back to back like that. Dre, mm, right, you're I, muted. I, I see it. I see. You can't have sixty-four football teams. Well, no, I'm not saying like sixty-four. I'm talking about like. A little bit, a little bit more than I'm not saying like 64. That's, that's so you mean like a final, uh, like like uh, you know a bracket like a type Swiss of thing, 16, right? Like, yeah, There's but, nothing wrong with that. So the thing about that is in sports like football, to wait because you cannot play it literally back to back or even a day after, or, or uh, like two days after, <laughs> it, it's not going to work. And you have to think about also the television schedules and and. And these kids are still in school. When, when are these going to be played? Season, the, the, the length of the <laughs> how, season. How much money the NCAA is going to get over? <laughs> oh, no. They'll, listen, they'll, they'll, do it. they'll do it because they'll get the TV money and they'll make the money because college football is always going to be money. I think the biggest thing that you brought up, Dre, is the fact of just the length of the season. For you to do 16 teams, you're going to have to do at least, what, eight weeks of, mm. of games. So that's two months which means you're probably going to have to start in November, which means you're going to lose games in the regular season because you need to finish, I believe, by January in order to uh, exist under NCAA rules when this season is supposed to end. Right. Absolutely. Um, Uh, Before you continue on, hold on. The queen is here. The queen is here. The queen is here. Sorry for my background noise. Sorry for my background noise. I'm waiting for a cab. No problem at all. I'm actually glad you're here because this story, I did want to get your your take on Queen, knowing that you are um, a very big uh, supporter and fan of the New York football Giants. Uh, As you know, earlier this week, the big news came down that former Giants head coach Jim Fossil passed away at the age of 71. And he was the Giants coach that I knew. I knew Bill Parcells. And I knew Jim Fossil uh, growing up, and obviously Tom Coughlin and them came later. Um, he was the 1997 Coach of the Year and went 58 and 53 with one tie. 
uh, when he coached the Giants from 1997 to 2003. He was 2-3 and three in the postseason, including making the Super Bowl in 2000, where the Giants got shellacked by the Ravens 34-7. to seven. And when was the last time any of your teams were in the Super Bowl to say that? But anyway. Uh, Here we go. Jim Fossil is fourth in fourth in Giants history in terms of wins by a head coach behind only franchise leader Steve Owens, Tom Coughlin, and Bill Parcells. Uh, in his first season with the team, he actually led them to a 10-5-1 record in the NFC East title after the Giants had missed the playoffs five of the previous six seasons before he took the job. Uh, and he is very well known for that guarantee in 2000 in a press conference where he said, I guarantee this team will make the playoffs. Um, and that was a team that had Amani Toomer, Tiki Barber, Michael Strahan, Kerry Collins as the quarterback. Um, very underrated and, and underheralded Giants teams of that time. A lot of people talk about the Parcells teams, the Tom Coughlin teams. I think a lot of people don't give Jim Fossil a lot of the credit he deserves. And Queen, as the resident Giants fan on the on, on the on the squad, you know, what are your memories of Jim Fossil as coach of the New York football Giants? I think Jim Fossil was the coach that got us to the point where we can be a serious playoff contender. Um, I believe that it's a monumental loss for the Big Blue. And, um, you know, my thoughts and prayers are to his family and his supporters. Um, he was not, I would say, the coach that people will remember, just like you just said, Peter. But um, I feel like without that era, without his work, we wouldn't have the 08 Giants. We wouldn't have the 12 Giants. We wouldn't have those teams. So, you know... It's always the underrated ones that kind of get left out in the cold, but, you know, he's big for forever. Yeah, his son actually currently, I believe, an offensive coordinator or a coordinator. I don't see the offensive coordinator, but a coordinator, I believe, for the Dallas Cowboys um, and reported the news uh, came down. Strahan uh, spoke about it on uh, Good Morning America as well. But, yes, I do agree. Jim Fossil, I think, is, is as uh, Tay said, uh, very unheralded as a Giants coach. Mm-hmm. I think he's a special teams coordinator. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah, special teams coordinator. I'm mean, on mute. You no. freeze? No. I'm oh. waiting for Peter. Oh, no. That, <laughs> is, that, that, is, <laughs> that is the end of <laughs> what happened? Right, I'm trying to figure out. Like, he just fell off a cliff. And just, oh, no, no. That I'm was, like, did he just freeze? Last, like, huh? That yeah. was my last story. For I, I was just looking at this. 2000s Giants team. I mean, you had Kerry Collins, Tiki Barber, Ike Hiller, and Amani Toomer, um, and, and Strahan on the defense, Jesse Armstead on the defense, Jason Seahorn was still on that defense. Uh, this was a, a very good team in 2000. Most definitely, most definitely. Amani Toomer doesn't get speak, spoken about enough as an as a great wide receiver. Yeah, he was really good. I think he was really good. I don't, I don't. I don't think he was great, but I think he was really good. But um, thank you, Pete, for quick hits for the week of June twelfth. June twelfth. So, guys, you you know what? We're gonna do the same thing we did last week. Matt, are you ready? What's up? We're oh, opening up. The oh, show. this is what we're we doing. Yeah, 
yeah, yeah. We we're gonna mm. open mm. up the show completely mm. with quick hits with, with with the smoke section, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get it popping right now. Matt, are you ready? I'm dead. I'm let's go. Don't OD, please. <laughs> I'm letting you know, please don't OD. Ah. Don't OD. I got a lot in us up. Be quiet. Don't He's OD. Started. Right, but I, I see it and I know how this is gonna go. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit, all right? Please, for me. Matthew. I'm just I just got the section I get to do. This. I'm Let just me, letting you know. Could you start off? You ain't the, gotta start... edit it. Yes, I do. We ain't trusting start... nobody. All right, Doldy. Could you start off the show saying mother there's a mother? Uh, yeah, all right. So, I didn't say that. I didn't you say did. that at all. You did. Trying to, get you me, did. trying to get me in some because I'm not trying to get you in I'm just trying to get I'm not trying to get you in trouble. You ain't gonna have to worry about Tay. You're gonna have to worry about me. <laughs> so let's go. Smoke right. session. My thing is acting stupid. The what? smoke is really about to be this Wi-Fi. That's what it's really about to be. Anyways, the smoke section, people. You want to know who's getting the smoke? Read the name. You see You see the name? It says, well, if you listen on the podcast, you can't read the name. It says, Giannis ain't shit, Nets in five. And I'm going to tell you why it's Nets in five, right? Because Giannis Antetokounmpo, or however the hell you pronounce his name, is overrated. He's overrated. I've been telling you, I've been saying this for at least two years. Me and Tavia both, he's overrated. He's overrated. And how dare, how dare the audacity of some of you jackass fans that will sit there and tell us that Giannis is behind LeBron James. He's the second coming of LeBron James. He's the number two best player in the league behind LeBron James. Are you fucking serious? Are you serious? Pete... How many how many attempts did he have at three the other night in game three? How many attempts? Because they only hit one. He only hit he one. He did too many. Way too many. Two got many. one for eight from three, 14 for 31 overall. Why is he shooting so many three-pointers anyway? Why? Because he's a bum. That's why. He's a goddamn bum. He ain't okay. nothing but six feet 11, a wannabe Shaq. Who thinks he's freaking Paige Storiakovich? You can't shoot. Stop shooting. Pete showed me a play. I saw it live, but Pete showed me a play of this man had Blake Griffin one-on-one. He was right there by the free throw line, right? He realized, okay, I'm not five feet below the basket. This ain't going to work. Let me rethink this situation. My man backed up to the three-point line and then took off. To try to, get, to try to get an air one basket. The man ain't got no footwork. He ain't got no moves. The man ain't nothing but a transitional offensive player. He ain't nothing. I don't know where you fans get talking about this man is, is number two best in the league. Like Anthony Davis, they play this game. Granted, he's softening clinics since you. But he's still number two at least. If not number two, definitely number three. Why? Why? Because that man... KD is back. Back. He's back. I don't that know why go, y'all that are sitting did not there. go how I thought it was going to go. I, did, I, wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. that, that prepared for what? 
I wasn't prepared that, for that transition. That transition wasn't smooth, bro. Right, right. Kevin Durant is back. And I so, think we so, need to you know acknowledge what, it. You know, you know what else is back? Them peas on the t- Let me stop. You got to stop. You got to relax. So, so you got to relax. We can't get on this head like that. So let me just get this straight, Matt. You think that uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo is... Giannis. Giannis, Giannis, whatever his name is, when he wins... You can call uh, him bum, because that's what I'm calling him now. I'll call his name. No. Are you saying he's properly rated? Who? Underrated? He's overrated. Overrated. Um, I don't know where... I don't know what everybody's been seeing. They let these two MVPs gas them to think he's something that he's not. I don't understand. And, and, And then I heard the little blasphemy... The little blasphemy freaking comments. Oh, they got Drew Holiday. Chris Middleton going to get in his own. P.J. Tucker going to shut things down. No. Hell no. Drew Holiday only gave him nine points the other night. Stop it. You got to relax. The Matt's talking about, right? Um, Toronto did the same thing. Toronto shut down Giannis by not allowing him lane. By shutting down the lane for him to drive to the basket. Because that is his biggest strength. That is his entire game. If he's not already in the paint, he gets the ball and explodes and drives to the basket. And the Nets are doing the same thing the Toronto Raptors did by shutting down the driving lanes. And the clip that Matt is talking about, Giannis could not drive. And he tried to fake in twice. Couldn't do it. And instead of passing out because he doesn't realize that he can do that, he backs the ball back up to the three-point line and attempts a terrible drive into a double-team situation where he gets the ball batted out of bounds by, by Kevin Durant. Now let's talk about uh, game three. Hold on, I gotta apolo- it. Let me apologize to Tavia real quick. I got to apologize to Tavia real quick. I want to apologize because a couple months ago, the Nets added Blake Griffin, and I had a. I went into a tyrant. I was one hundred percent wrong. One hundred percent wrong. Blake Griffin is showing the hell up, and I'm. I, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I did not the expect. The motivated. Man, play from Blake the man is this close. The man is this close to getting to the Eastern Conference Finals, and I would say this close to getting to an NBA Finals, something he's never been able to do his entire career when he was with the Clippers. He most definitely was not motivated and going anywhere with the Detroit Pistons. Okay, Blake Griffin, if that if they told that man, we need you to jump over a car and dunk like you did in the dunk contest, but your knees will explode, but you'll get to the NBA Finals, he'll do it. That's how motivated he is right now. I'm not going to say that I undersold Blake Griffin at all. I think what I said and what you said about Blake Griffin when they acquired him is 100% correct. I think we underestimated how motivated you Blake guys Griffin was are going so to wrong. You guys, no, 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 no. You guys are not right about Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin, to me, is the core that's keeping them in that that's keeping them dominant in the series. Defensively, Just definitely. Being just to be Defensively, honest. definitely. Because he's the only def- defensive anchor they have on that whole team. This is very true because DeAndre Jordan ain't playing no minutes. He's the only defensive I'm not going to say that. that Jeff, Green, Jeff, Jeff Green Jeff plays Green, good defense, too. He plays good Bruce defense. Bruce Brown. But he hasn't been. But, they, but it's been Blake's court when it comes to the defense. It well, has been. Sure. Let us say it. The Nets should be up 3 nothing. The Nets should Definitely. be up 3-0. 
that game three, and, and, and hear me when I say this, no one on the Milwaukee Bucks team that was not named Chris Middleton or Giannis Antetokounmpo scored more than nine points. There were only four other players on Milwaukee that scored. Here's who scored. Brooke Lopez scored three points in 35 minutes. Drew Holiday He's been scored playing good nine defense, points. He's been playing good defense. Nine points in 45 minutes. Bobby Portis scored mm. four points in 12 minutes. And somebody else, I don't know his full name, on uh, 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 Patrick Connor something, whatever, played 13 minutes and scored two points. Okay? They didn't get anything mm. out of P.J. Tucker. They got nothing out of Lopez. Nothing out of, they got... Drew Holiday was the third. PG Tucker gas. Third. PG Tucker's gas. They got a slide out of PJ Tucker. That's pretty much it. Third leading scorer on that team had nine points. Joe Harris shot one for 11 for the Nets. Kevin Durant had an uncharacteristically bad shooting night because he usually shoots 60% or better from the field. field. They both had uncharacteristically bad shooting nights. The, The Nets make. Two more shots that whole game, and they're up three nothing. So I have a question, right? I'm gonna go to the clip that you guys were talking about, right? And 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 mm-hmm. then I'm gonna um, I'm gonna ask the question, right? So here's the clip. No moves at all. My man so, just took off running like it was exactly like it was a derby. Do, shut it down and then play defense. So, so that was, that that clip was played for reference to what what Matt was talking about earlier. Now my question is, why isn't Giannis holding Kevin Durant anymore? You know why? You know why? He gave I'm, him the business in game two. So the because, business. No, because again. If he's supposed to be the second best player in the world, and we give we give King James, who's sitting at home on 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 the beach, the same smoke for not guarding the best players on the floor, why are we not giving Giannis Antetokounmpo the same smoke? Because he's overrated. He, he's overrated. He ain't even. I mean, I get. I'm gonna say this now too. I give. He's not even that great of a defender. One on one. Let's be clear. For it, but I'll no, be he's honest. not a peri- I, I don't think he's a perimeter. Yeah. I don't think he's a great perimeter defender. Yep. But if you are the, the defensive player of the year, or, or at least a, a candidate for the most part, and you're averaging this, that, and the third, and you're guarding somebody who's about your height, and you're a little bit bigger, I don't know. You got to get that smoke, player. No, you got to get out there and play defense. You said it right there, Dre. He is athletically gifted ver- uh, uh, vertically. vertically. But yeah. sideline to sideline, he is not going to be able to keep up with, with Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant's going to be able to get past him, drive past him, keep Giannis on his heels mm-hmm. defensively, you know, mm. and, and that's the problem. Giannis, Giannis looks good because he's not going to – he does not play against many players who can hold him – defensively in the East and even when he goes out West. But there are times when he faces players like DeAndre Ayton, Nikola Jokic, and all that, uh, Rudy Gobert. You see Giannis start to struggle. You see him start to struggle because they're not even athletic. 
Right, because they can all the ones that you, except for eight. Boy, mm-hmm. take three minutes to shoot a free throw. Overrated. Mm-hmm. The man's overrated. I think we need to we need to shine a lot on that. The boy can't hit a free throw. He can't hit. He ain't got no mid range game. All the man could do is dunk, stand up and dunk. <laughs> dribble, he can block. Dunk. He could block. Uh, he could block a shot after they come off the pick and roll and they left they they left their defender and he just comes out of nowhere and blocks it. Because if you look the game too, Chris Paul took him. Not Chris Paul. Kyrie Irving took him. KD was dancing with him, toying with him. Blake Griffin dunked on him. It was just embarrassing. Yes, Ooh, Blake, he dunked on him. Blake, that man Blake, dunked when he on punched him. it on him. I'm like, yeah, drug test. That's that a drug I test. Blake Griffin praise on this podcast at all. What did you say? What you said? Oh, I don't want to hear no Blake Griffin praise on this podcast because <laughs> I believe in the same energy. Keep that. I same kept energy. the same energy. I, I apologize for it. Don't do that. And, and mind you, we're talking about all of this while James Harden has not played more than what a minute in this entire yeah. series, you know. And 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 you know, imagine now, you know, the Nets mm. clicking on all cylinders and James Harden coming in as a complimentary piece, maybe in the Eastern Conference Finals, not being at full. You know, if mm. if they're playing this well now. Mm-hmm. If Harden comes in and slides his way back into that system, he does not need to be James Harden, and they are infinitely more – sorry, not infinite – exponentially more dangerous by Harden being 50% Harden sliding back into that offense. I'm I'm going to be negative 2% James Harden. He could be Mario Thomas. that word in in Scrabble, Pete. Exponentially? How much 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 points do you get just for that word in Scrabble? Uh, A lot of points, but I don't think you get (laughs) – you, I think you, you spell it on help. the board. <laughs> you would need some help because that's yeah. a you don't have enough you don't have enough tiles for that word. Right. right. But I'm just by the way, first time I've used that word outside of my math classroom. Good job. Wow. <laughs> While we're on it on the topic of the NBA and the playoffs, um and, and garbage Giannis, let's continue talking about the NBA and the playoffs in today's topics. Man, I saw you like slapping the table or something now. What happened? I'm like, why is not playing? I like the music. Oh, uh, yeah, you gotta get your internet, you gotta get your internet fake player. So, Devin, um, Devin Bean Bryant Booker is mm. Kobe Burton going nuts. Mm. Absolutely, ape man. Man, oh man, <laughs> man, <laughs> like <laughs> I, was, I told you, Kobe Murph, two light skinned assassins. I don't understand right? how it happened. Denver and and shouts to Joker last night. The Joker made history. He's probably he's one of the only people to have 32 points, 10 offensive rebounds. One of three people, one of three people to have 30 cute. points. 10 offensive rebounds, 10 defensive rebounds, and 10 over 10 assists. Kareem, Wilt, and Jokic, uh, and both, I think both Wilt and Jokic, or was Kareem and Jokic, both lost their games. Two of the three that have had those triple-doubles have lost their playoff games. I'm glad you said that because it was cute. He lost. He lost, and it means nothing to me. 
We gotta keep the same energy. We gotta keep the same energy because when Russell Westbrook going 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 ham, getting a thousand triple doubles and losing, we we like why he's not getting praised enough. So shout I, to, no, it's not that, it's not why is he getting praised enough. It's more like what you gonna do with it. <laughs> that's more or less I get what you, you I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying, but it's like I said, it's the same thing. I'm not saying you in particular, but yeah, that accomplishment again, two of the greatest big men of all time, and he's on a lit an accomplishment like that. But Boy, his team got time, dropped man. off again. <laughs> right. like team got dropped off again. Every time Devin Booker touched the ball, can somebody guard him? Basically, basically. <laughs> Can somebody guard him? Please, God. Like, that's like, the first time he spoke English so clear. Can somebody like get him? It was, it, was like, it was like the Kevin Hart shit. Like somebody help me. Please help me. So I'm going to start off this, this question with, with the queen. Hope, hopefully she's still there. But I'm still here, y'all. Got it. Got it. Can this team get to the finals? Which team? The, the the Phoenix Suns, the Suns yes, of, of Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, they, they definitely can make the finals. I mean, they're they're killing it out there. Every oh, she's, oh, Queen, you're going in and out. We're going in and out. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. I think the Phoenix Suns has what it takes to make it to the finals and actually do something against the Brooklyn Nets too. They look almost unstoppable out there. Yeah. I want who are they gonna put on Devin Booker? Blake Griffin. You have to, you have, Blake Griffin. You have, <laughs> you have to, <laughs> Blake Clamp God Griffin. Gotta relax. The washed up king. <laughs> the wash, the yeah, real wash king. <laughs> I apologize. Jeez, I mean, it's gonna be interesting though. It's gonna be really mm. interesting to see this team play the Utah Jazz in the Western Conference Finals. That mm. is going to be Donovan Mitchell's killing too. That's Lil gonna du- be the Lil thing. Dwayne, Lil Dwayne, Lil Dwayne down there. Phoenix Suns are on demon time, y'all. The Phoenix. Oh, I don't, I don't doubt that, but I think and Mike Connolly. Yeah, Jr. that team right as now, a whole, believe it. Mike Connolly Jr. is resting because he's been out for this series, but you got. Mitchell, uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, Bogdanovich, Connolly. They they have the offense. A lot of people don't realize they have the offensive players to match what Phoenix can do offensively. Um, obviously, you know, Gobert to me is going to spell DeAndre Ayton. So it's going to be a matter of can Bogdanovich and Mitchell and hopefully a healthy Mike Connolly and, and, and the sixth man of the year, Joe Engels. Um, and the unheralded Ersan Isilova from uh, from Milwaukee, you know, are they going to be able to replicate what Chris Paul and Devin Booker have been able to do for Phoenix? No, I agree. I agree. Matt, yo, you're looking up. Uh, did okay. you see what I'm looking did? at Donovan Mitchell kill people right now. That's what I'm looking at. What did you say, Queen? What Phoenix did last night? Yes. Another team is yeah. The Western Conference. I don't care if they got the monsters there; they're in trouble. They reminded me of, they reminded me of the Lakers team, right now. Um, with of course Chris Paul is is out of this world. So I definitely can't compare him to Derek Fisher, but <laughs> but 
Devin Booker has a lot of Kobe Bryant in him. And I don't way- think so. I'm sorry. I think that's a, he's a completely different player than Kobe. I don't I don't see the Mamba mentality in Devin Booker. He's an insanely talented player. I see him more mimicking somewhat of a of a Steph Curry than a Kobe Bryant. I don't see the Kobe comparison. And when I wanted to think about it before I came to the show and said it because I did see that Matt had put that in the post and I didn't respond to it. But I see no record I see no resemblance. And that's just me. Yeah, I see it. Me personally, I see it based on his mentality and a lot of his moveset resembles Kobe Bryant. But if Kobe Bryant was burst in this era of NBA, I mean, basketball. let's also be let's also let's let's also call a spade a spade, right? Uh-huh. We're talking about a Nuggets team that has really overachieved since the loss of you know Jamal Murray. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is a team that is that has really leaned on Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. to really step up in a major way. Uh, and we're seeing that Nikola Jokic needs that number two player. He's not going to be able to do it all by himself. And Porter Jr., as good as he may be, is still not there yet. He's not a superstar yet. So we are talking about a severely undermanned uh, Denver Nuggets team. It would be a completely different dimensional team with Jamal Murray on the floor. At least you would have somebody who can go shot for shot with someone like a Devin Booker. Uh, and, and give Jokic a li- take that weight off of Jokic, and you can see how these games are really weighing on Jokic. You can really see it. You saw at the end of Game Three, he looked exhausted. He looked not only physically exhausted, but mentally just exhausted by the 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 amount of uh, uh, of exertion he's having to put out in this series. Um, you know, the Nuggets have overachieved for a long uh, for a while now, so it, it would be very interesting to see how this series would be different if the Nuggets were at full strength. And again, I, I do say, I think it's going to be a little bit of a different story. I'm not saying Phoenix can't make the finals. I think Phoenix can. But I think it's going to be a very interesting dynamic to see them go up against the Jazz in, in the uh, in Because the they match up. Because they match up. And um, to, and to add on to that. I Clippers are beating Utah. No, Absolutely not. They better. That's, they that's better a that's a that's a clip. They better that's not. A clip. And, and I don't Matt, give a crap how good Tyru Tyloo is. No. And I lead you lead you off to the next part of it. The Clippers and, and this Utah Jazz team. Um, boy, it's boy. bad when you leaning on Reggie Jackson. That is bad. <laughs> you got Kawhi boy, You, you remember Paul what we George said? Yes. Bro, remember what we said? Damn. I'm like, yeah, Paul George doing the, the thing for me in um in fantasy. But I'm not. I'm glad fantasy it doesn't go into the playoffs because way off P is back. Pandemic P is is here. He's here to stay. But it's but Kawhi out. (laughs) Kawhi is leaving. Like I was just about to say, as far as as far as um Luca, he is like he leaving one demon in the first round, and he's finding another demon in the second round. It's more. Less to say with Kawhi for George. They left one demon in the first round of Luca, and now they're seeing a whole different type of demon who got help in Donovan Mitchell. So it's like, gosh, you just can't. I'm sorry. I mean, if you really want to dispel any validity to you being the king of LA and y'all trying to get out of the basement, it, it's going y'all got a tough task going into this Utah Jazz team. It is not. It, it, they, it, it's to the point where. They just need to go 
to Seattle or something. Like Clippers need to go. It's not. It's like not even. Y'all need to be Sonic. Y'all need to be Sonic. Like after after this after this after this series, because I, I it honestly I feel like they're gonna get swept. <laughs> this is how I feel. That's the that's the feeling right now. They play tonight. They can't do right. They're playing now. Right. They do. 8.30, they're about to play now. Game three. Donovan Mitchell scored I, 45 points in game one. And mind you, Utah was down in that game, and they held the Clippers to 19 points in the third quarter. Listen, one of the things I, I that my, my basketball coaches used to tell me back in the day was the third quarter tells you a lot about the game. Not the first, not the second, not the fourth. That third quarter will always tell you a lot about a game. Absolutely. And and the way that the, the Utah Jazz held the Clippers to 19 points in the third quarter was was very telling. The Clippers are overrated, first of all. Yeah. I don't even what think they rated anymore. Are we going to acknowledge the fact that it's not a coaching problem, it's a it's a court problem. It's who they have on the court. This doesn't work together. Yeah, I and mean, in that in that game, in that right. game too, Jordan Clarkson had 24 points. Joe Ingles <laughs> had 19, and Rudy Gobert just like can, can we talk? Can we talk about the shot Jordan Clarkson hit? <laughs> <laughs> like, like what? What? I mean, I mean, I'm I would not, be, I'm I would be wrong. wrong. I'd be wrong to say it, but let's just be real. Okay. Jordan Clarkson, Jordan Clarkson just has a. Uh, a way of breaking LA teams' hearts, doesn't he? First the Lakers and now the Clippers. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. Kawhi gotta go. He gotta go. No, Kawhi gotta go some go and like play overseas. Here, here's the question. Well, was, the bad, Kawhi, bro. the Kawhi Leonard LA Clippers experiment. Has this mm. has this has this changed the conversation? about whether or not Kawhi is a top five to top ten player in the NBA. Yes. He's not bad. He's not bad. He's I'm, Don't get me wrong. The man is scoring and, and pulling that part of the way, but it go, it's, more, it's more to the story of being the number one option. You got to – What? Yes, sir. Sorry, Queen. We, we, we definitely didn't hear anything you said. All we heard was Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> yeah, and disrespectful. And disrespectful. <laughs> That's all I heard. Yeah. But what I was saying is to the to the point of, I'm not gonna sit there and say like Kawhi Leonard is not scoring. He's scoring. He's not playing defense on the best player on the, on the team, which is Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> and when he does, he's getting cooked. Paul George is getting cooked. Reggie Jackson getting cooked. Rajon Rondo getting cooked. They are all getting cooked. It's not nothing you can do with this man right now. This man is he's legit on demon time. It's not, and he had again, it's not Luca who didn't really have much help because Chris Stapp Porzingis is a bum. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. Juice. This Utah Jazz team has they're deep. And they're not just a, a, a offensive juggernaut. They play defense too. <laughs> so it's you like, know what? So I've been saying that since the beginning of the year. I was tripped out for saying that 
earlier. He was like, no, nah, the Jazz is not going to, you know, they're not going to hold up. They about to sweep. They about to sweep the they Clippers. About to sweep the Clippers. If not, like, if not a gentleman sweep, it. just because, and <laughs> they have a chance. They have as good of a chance to make it to the finals as Phoenix does. Like, like I know they're gonna go head to head, but I can't call that series honestly. What, what's gonna happen? I'm looking at that series like last year in the bubble, mm-hmm. Denver versus Utah. One. When Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray were just giving it to each other, forty point games and stuff like that's that's what it's looking like it's going to be for that series. But the X factor is if Michael Conley plays, and if um not Michael Conley, I'm bugging. Yeah, if Michael Conley play or and if Chris Paul plays his his potential, that's what I'm saying. And if Chris Paul plays to his potential, absolutely, I that's agree. What it, that's what it leads up to. But the Clippers they got to break that team up after this. Like that experiment has failed miserably. That's what it's looking like. And, and everybody was joke jacking this Lakers versus Clippers thing, and it's <laughs> Lakers want Lakers out first, Clippers out next. So mm. for the last game that we kind of were like the series, we we kind of just like, oh, all right, the Phillies supposed to sweep them, and then you know they the Hawks came out, they came out kind of hot, firing. And then Philly shut that down. <laughs> ben Simmons held Trey Young about damn time. But I said this from the beginning. <laughs> I said Ben Simmons should be on Trey Young. Trey Young is too fast for him. So what? <laughs> Lance Green couldn't do nothing with Trey Young. Lance in speed, because Ben Simmons is fast. Ben Simmons I mean, is don't fast. get me wrong. He didn't stop him that much. Yeah. I think he had 28 the last game, but. 28 he shoot, him that much, shot. But 20 shots? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've been saying that about Trey. I don't think Trey Young should be shooting as much as he does. You need to focus on getting to the lane. They all can shoot. They all they got all they all got some good shooters on that team. But they all the got all, some shooters on that team. Yeah, this but is they, what I told you. They, the Hawks' mm-hmm. best thing is their three-point shooting, but the Philadelphia yeah. 76ers calling card has that they've been the best defensive team at stopping the three-pointer all year. Right. They have the number one mm-hmm. defensive um rating. Guarding three point shots this year, and if Joe Embiid is giving you forty on the tournament, this case ain't nothing you can do, brother. And then you got Trey Young. <laughs> nothing you can do. Ain't nothing you can who, do. Who is guarding him? He is killing Clint Capella clearly, and he's getting washed. He's getting washed. This is what happens when you go with a small lineup and you have a legitimate seven footer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's just. They, it, 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 I, I knew everybody was sleeping on that Hulk team. I knew that Hulk team was going to fight, though. They they didn't make they weren't trying to make this that series easy. And game one proved it. They came out firing. So I mean, I, who who may knows? They might pick up another game in in, in Atlanta. But I don't know, bro. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like like the the Embiid like I, factor makes a difference, and, and and that's what I was thinking. That's what I was saying. If if Embiid is there. Who nobody's guarding him. Nobody can guard Joel Embiid. No center in the league can guard Joel Embiid. We've we've seen no. it throughout the whole season. Not not Joker, because Joker don't even play that good of a defense. Not well, the is. defensive player of the year, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. <laughs> nobody. No but not Giannis. Nobody. But nobody. let's be clear though. These Philadelphia the, the Sixers haven't been destroying the Hawks. 
No, they haven't. They, 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 by no stretch of the matter, have, have they been destroying the Hawks. But they were fairly 20. tight games. They were up 20 last night, though. They, they yeah. were up 20 last night. So they were holding it down, and, you know, they let their foot off the gas. Yeah, but they, that's what they should be doing. Mm-hmm. Smacking them by 20, be. yeah. Exactly. And they Game one. Hold on, Pete. Go on, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, game one was the was the Hawks' chance to really change the tide of this series, and when they lost, when they lost that lead, it was kind of like, well, they almost Uh-oh. lost that lead. Sorry, when they yeah. almost lost that lead, it was like, oh my god, wait a minute, like this is that was that was that was a twelve that was a, a clock struck midnight moment. Yeah, <laughs> when they when they when they turned up the heat on that press, yeah, it was a, it was a midnight moment. Turn and that, up, that's yeah. the problem there. So you know, you, you know the F- Phillies outscoring them. Philly's outscoring them. I will say this much. Atlanta is, Atlanta and Philly are even on rebounds, but Philly is distributing the ball better. They're stealing the ball at a better rate, okay? And they're shooting the, the ball. The Hawks are turning over the ball. And, and the Hawks keep turning over the ball. The, 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 the Philadelphia 76ers are averaging about nine steals, and the Hawks are only averaging about five, you know? And and where where Philly is winning is points in the paint and on the fast break. They are outscoring Atlanta on the fast break, fifteen to eight. That's a problem. Yeah. So shout out to Shake, my man Shake, big Shake. So last question about these these playoffs, um, this this particular segment, and I'll start with Tay. Go around this. This should be quick. Does Philadelphia is Philadelphia the team that has the best chance to beat Brooklyn? No, Queen. <laughs> oh, all right, Thanks. Matt. <laughs> no, um, I say no because you have to fight fire with fire, and the only thing they're going to be able to beat them on, honestly, yeah, they got great, they got great perimeter defense. Fence, like Andre just said, but you got to also take a knowledge to the point that they don't really have nobody that can stop the, 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 that top three. And then they have a whole lineup that's committed to not just shooting threes. Yeah. They're getting in the paint. They're getting fouls. Mm-hmm. So, and they're, again, we're, we're dealing with high IQ basketball players on the Brooklyn Nets. That are believing in that 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 system and believe that they are as good as they look on paper. So you got to take that into the account of I don't as great as a defender Ben Simmons is. He's not stopping not one of the top three of that of that Nets team. Tobias Harris can't do nothing with nobody on that team, and Joel Embiid can easily get in foul trouble if Kyrie breaks into the paint or Bruce Brown breaks into the paint. So that, that's another thing. And he's playing on the injury. So even though he might not be overexerting himself in the Atlanta Hawks, he's going to have to with that Brooklyn Nets team. So if I have a person that I – if I have a team that I think could match up with the, with the, with the Nets that can give him a problem, it's, it's going to be Utah. Or Phoenix. I think either one of those Western teams are going to be the biggest test for the Nets. Um, I don't think it's going to be Philly because I think about it like this. Philly, to me, the, the the player that I'm scared the most of is Joel Embiid. That's it. 
The players <laughs> who I'm scared the most of in Brooklyn could be Kyrie, could be Kevin Durant, could be James Harden. Joe Harris could easily go off. And we've seen Blake Griffin, for some reason, be able to turn back the clock, right? I'm not and saying Blake's going to go for 30 and like 15, that. but we've seen him be able to turn back the clock a little bit. Now, here's where I do give Philly the a little bit of the of the advantage. I think that if the game goes deep to the bench, mm-hmm. they have bench players that I am a little bit more I, – I have more faith in – Milton in uh in guys like Thabo Harris and Thabo and all of them that I do after you get past Joe Harris and those boys on the on the on the on the Nets bench. I think Landry Shaman is a little bit smarter than you giving him credit for. I think uh oh, I think Bucket. even class yeah, I think even Klassen is, is stepping into his own on the defensive side and grabbing boards. I, I, Jeff Green is also playing pretty good. So, I mean, well, not playing now. He's hurt, but he's going to come back eventually. And he is a good anchor for that defense and that and that bench. So, you got to you gotta take that into account. Yeah, the, the Sixers are kind of deep, but the Nets can easily go to go eight or nine deep yeah, that I, quick. I think the, Nets, the Nets will beat Philly. Uh, I don't think they have enough defensively to stop the starting five. Mm-hmm. Of the Nets, because again, anybody could go off on that on that five, uh, with the exception of maybe Blake, but Harris, Kyrie, Harden, Durant, any one of them. Uh, and if the Nets are smart, if the Nets are smart, what do you mean with the exception of of Blake? Blake is the reason why I feel like the Nets are being as dominant as they are. Without him, they're just a running gun team right now. You get what I'm saying? I do see the the Nets beating Philly. But trust me, and I keep saying this, like y'all counted out Rondo last year. Okay. I'm, I'm not saying that Blake's not important. Hold on. I'm not saying that. What okay, do you say? You, to, guys you, said... giving, you guys are giving flowers to people who are not having the offensive, the defensive prowess that Blake has. And all right, Jeff Green is a good defender. All that, all that stuff is all fine and dandy. But the thing is. Without Blake Griffin on that court, I don't see this being an easy series for the Nets. You get what I'm saying? I feel like the fact that he is who he is right now, the Nets look virtually unstoppable coming out of the Eastern Conference. I'm not, uh, and, and she's not wrong. I was talking from an That's offensive side. That's kind of what I said. Offense, yeah. I was talking from an offensive side, Tay. You're not wrong at all. I don't see Blake, I don't see Blake being the leading scorer, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden dominating the game the offensively last, for the Nets. The last thing the Nets need is another scorer. That's the last mm-hmm. thing they need. They have Kevin the, the Durant, who's the one of the greatest scorers, and scorers only of this generation. That's the point well, I was saying. I was arguing how deep they are. Right, that's I, the point I was saying. About, anybody yeah. in that starting lineup can go off and lead them offensively. Harden could be the, the number one scorer, and they could win. Durant could do it. Kyrie could do it. Joe Harris could go on a crazy shooting night and be the leading scorer. I didn't. I didn't. What I was saying about Blake was I don't think he's going to be the guy that's going to be the leading scorer on the stat sheet on any given night. I'm not disagreeing with you at all about Blake's impact on the game. What I did want to say really quickly: if the Nets are smart with Harden coming back off the injury, I'd have Harden leading the second unit and being a monster by, by himself when Durant and Kyrie are sitting. 
no, I haven't. I haven't started. I have him start. And I still have Kyrie with. I still have Kyrie with the bench. Yeah. Yeah. I have Kyrie with the bench. Yeah. I was yeah. with Kyrie with the bench. Yeah. I have them go. And Blake Griffin's a starter. So that's why I was I, that conversation was more left because Pete said something about the Sixers being a lot more as far as going to the bench. He gave the edge to the Sixers. And I was saying their bench is deep. They can go eight or nine deep in their rotation, whereas Philly can probably go seven and 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 wish upon a star and hope that the eighth or ninth can right. do something. You're right, Matt. Huh? Huh? She said you're right. I say you're right, Matt. Uh, thanks. <laughs> so I've never heard her say that before. She I has was, said that. Stopped. She said it like three times today already. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Yo. laughs> A little overwhelmed. You just, you just overwhelmed want bad, you just want bad things happen to you to happen to you. And then I'm you're overwhelmed see, with emotion right her, now. I'm sorry. Then you're gonna see her tomorrow, and then, then, then when she yoke you up, I'm just gonna sit and watch. I don't got nothing to do with that. She's gonna give me a big hug because I miss my sister. And that's, and, that's and a suplex. Yeah, it's been almost a year. Yes, it, it really has. has it? It yeah, for sure, has. man. For that's sure. the only reason why I'm coming out because I I've really tired so you know well you know i love amanda a hundred thousand percent you know what i'm saying but mm -hmm. i haven't seen everybody in so long so i'm not staying long the washed up queen needs to get some rest <laughs> the washed up queen no so i'm washed y'all i don't even know i can't even put myself on camera i look like i've melted <laughs> oh man <laughs> oh man well, speaking of washed, let's talk about Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. No. Wow. <laughs> no. no. I'm done. So, I don't want to Let's go into um, Matt's man. He's going Matt. through a midlife crisis right now. He's growing right. a ponytail. He's dating a younger woman. <laughs> I remember that girl from the Four North Stars. I'm like, she with Aaron Rodgers? He's married to that woman. They married mm -hmm. already? Yeah. Probably that, got married at Disney World. Hey. Get it how you live. Get how you live, Mr. Rogers. Get how you live. Let's talk about him now. Just like I had a whole big thing about it, but Aaron Rodgers is basically a distraction right now, right? Because he knows he's on his way out. Granted, there has been some things that the team in general, the upper management could have done better. But with Aaron Rodgers being out and the teammates kind of rallying behind Aaron Rodgers, if you're Jordan, Jordan Love and you're about to be put in this position to be the starting QB, Tay, I'm sorry, I haven't started with Pete yet. Pete, what are your thoughts on if you're Jordan Love, how would you feel about this? I mean, this is the business of the NFL, right? If I'm Jordan Love, I'm just biding my time, keeping myself. Here's the thing. Uh, if I'm Jordan Love, I'm not saying a damn word because as much as this may be a media story at the end of the day, Green Bay and the fans of the Packers love Aaron Rodgers. They, 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 they lead their Sundays saying a prayer to Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And if, you're Jordan, and if you're Jordan Love, the last thing you want to do is alienate the fans of Green Bay. The last thing you want to do is say one thing wrong about this whole situation and, and get out on that field and immediately the Green Bay fans turn on you. 
Um, it, it's already bad enough that he has to step into the shoes that were once filled by Aaron Rodgers, the same way Aaron Rodgers had to step into the shoes that were once filled by Brett Favre. Um, you know, so it's already tough. Jordan Love, in my opinion, is doing the best thing he can do, and that's keeping his mouth shut, his head down, and doing the work that he needs to do. But I'm going to tell you this. When Jordan Love steps on that field, especially if the situation with Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers goes south, if Aaron Rodgers does not leave Green Bay amicably, I can never say that word, if they don't amicably. leave each other on good terms, there you go. Okay, if they don't leave each other on good terms, I'm going to tell you right now, if Jordan Love does not play well quickly, he will have no rope in Green Bay. Because if they leave on bad terms, and all of a sudden it's now Green Bay rallying around Jordan Love, and he don't play well, ooh, it's going to be a problem with them fans. Most definitely, most definitely. Tay. Your thoughts, if we Jordan Love, how are you taking this? Still on mute, Tay. No, I think it's going in and out. Her connection is going in and out. But if you hear her, you know, <laughs> Matt. All right, so next topic. All right, let me stop. <laughs> Go ahead, Matt. Go ahead, Matt. If you're Jordan Love, how are you feeling about this whole situation? I agree with Pete. You shut the hell up and you wait. You wait for them for them to call your name. And if you are as good as you as they think you are, because they picked you as his successor, you better live up to the bill because that is a whole mess of of shoes you have to fill, and a whole lot of expectations because of what that man has done for that franchise up up until recently, being the being the reigning MVP and 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 the level of of accuracy he was he was throwing at so you gotta you gotta live up to that bill and if you're doing a love you're, you're working out every day you realize what's going on but you don't feed into it you realize you're kind of in the center of it but you put on you put on them beats headphones you tune it out you work hard and you try to fulfill every every expectation that is of that position that Aaron Rodgers had yeah, but you know what? To be honest with you, Green Bay always has a nasty transition in between quarterbacks. That's you know, a fact. It happened with it happened with Favre and Rodgers, and now it's happening again. And I definitely agree that Jordan Love shouldn't have anything to say at this moment, regardless of what people are going to shit on him like they shit on Brett Favre. Not Brett Favre. Aaron Rodgers was like, until he started winning for the team, they weren't really messing with him. The Green Bay fans. They were sour about Aaron Rodgers for a while. You get what I'm saying? So it takes a while to get that transition into being the team's quarterback. But I think Green Bay has a nasty reputation of that transition, that disrespectful transition between franchise quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And Aaron Rodgers is washed. Sorry. <laughs> Moving forward. You <laughs> win MVP. Hey, you could be washed and still you could be washed and whatever. No, the hell you can't. Don't lie. Don't lie. That man is not washed. He's a walking legend. That was a political thing. And you announce him right. That was more He's the reigning MVP. He's our MVP. Announce him right. Washed up. He ain't washed up. 
Matt LaFleur is washed up. Nobody want to hear Matt. Go ahead. <laughs> Nobody will hear Matt. <laughs> I think that Aaron Rodgers MVP was um a little political more than it was factual, just being honest with you. I what? think that I do. And I said that from day one. I said that from day one. He played great. He played great football, but where did it get them? Nowhere. It got them to relevancy. That's where it got them to. The you talking Bay about Packers, the Green Bay Packers will always be a relevant football team. Thank Aaron Rodgers. Thank oh, you. Okay. Thank you. So to our MVP, that's why they are relevant. Because so of our team. MVP. So they're relevant because they're a legacy team. They won the first two yes. Super Bowls in the history of the NFL. They are a legacy relevant. team. Okay. Yeah, we still talk about we still talk about Vince Lombardi and Bud Grant and all of them from Packers lore. Listen, for a you, long you, time. You, you, you speak about them. That's, that's not all of them. That's why. You're about to go and get Jack Tunney tyrant again, ain't you? Okay. That's what you're about to do. Listen, <laughs> the, Packers are, the Packers are a great team. <laughs> he the couldn't Packers, even hold it. <laughs> the Packers are a great fucking, team. And they had great Jack years. Tunney. They had great years with Brett Favre and Donald Driver, <laughs> and they had great years with Aaron Rodgers. But the legend what, Aaron Rodgers. What? No, but here's the thing. I said the same thing. I said the same thing about Peyton Manning that I'm about to say about Aaron Rodgers. If Peyton Manning and Aaron Rodgers are as good as everyone says they are, and they don't have anybody that's heads and tails near them in terms of skill. Mm-hmm. How is it that until Peyton went to Denver and won an easy one, both him and Aaron Rodgers have only won one Super Bowl? It's not easy, Pete. It takes a team, Pete. Don't do that. Don't put it oh, all on oh, oh, it takes okay. a team. Oh, it takes a team. You're right. Rodgers have to help. You're right. Don't do that. You're right. Don't do that. You're right. It takes a team. Aaron Rodgers don't have the same help Tom Brady has every freaking year. It takes a Every year. Every year. Every year. You just thinking of one. You just think about one. Outside. Outside. And I'm talking about I'm talking about Peyton Manning here. Outside of Tom Brady. Uh-huh. Outside of Tom Brady. Everyone said that there was no quarterback better than Peyton Manning besides Tom Brady throughout Peyton Manning's entire time in Indianapolis. And what happened? He won one Super Tom Bowl that entire time. You said what? And for some of that time, I'm Tom not Brady was Tom Brady considered Brady Brady, not to be as great as he was. I'm not going to. You should probably won't hear it come out of my mouth. I'm not. No, I'll edit it. I'll Brady. edit it. I'll edit it. Tom Brady is not better than um, Peyton Manning. Thank you. I don't know. No. Tom Thank you, Andre. <laughs> Thank you, Andre. Speak. I don't know speak that. that was, speak that truth, Andre. I don't know if Thank that you. was a um, if it was corrected, but uh, Peyton Manning won two rings. No, no. I said outside of the one that he won in Denver. I was talking about his time in Indianapolis when he was considered to be without question outside of outside of Tom Brady. He was considered to be the best player. Far and wide in the NFL, still is. Um, and he only still won is. one ring. 
right? You said what? Brady, yeah, but you can't he, discount. He you, you can't discount the two rings. Like at the end of the day, my man, the defense of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won that championship this year. Let's be real here. Like they won that championship because if say if you had that offense, that offense was above average. Not the Buccaneers. Elite. The Buccaneers. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think Their Kansas City had the better, better offensive team. Yeah, for sure. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. I'm gonna connect on my computer because my phone is acting like it has like syphilis. Hold on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Did not just see that. My phone got syphilis. Yo, yo, that's going on the shirt. That's definitely going on the shirt. Oh man! Oh man! Okay, all right, STD. Yeah, all right. Oh, this, this, this next one should be pretty, pretty, pretty quick, right? So wrong with I don't know where she got that from either. I don't know. I don't know. Trust me, I don't know. God, I don't know. Um. So, I'll be on in like 30 seconds. Just give got, me a minute. Got you. Do your thing. Do your oh, thing. Hold so, up, Jay. So you dead you think you think Tom Brady better seconds. than Peyton Manning? I, I know I'm me. talking to you. Oh me? You really think Tom Brady? You think Tom Brady better than Peyton Manning? Yes. You really you really about to what? Why? What and you better not use rings in, in, in the Super Bowl to, to argue your point. I'm talking about skill for skill. You really think Tom Brady is better than Peyton Manning? Tom Brady and Peyton Manning both had the same amount of help for the most part. I'm not talking about the help. I'm not no, talking no, about no, the no. rings. Right. I'm talking but about who, skill. Who do you throw to? Who do you Peyton throw to? Had, Peyton, had, Peyton had far and away better offensive teams than Tom Brady. Offensively. Far and away better. Tom Brady always had a better defense than Peyton Manning did because the best player defensively outside of Dwight Freeney on the Indianapolis Colts was Bob Sanders, and that man couldn't stay healthy. Okay, so I said outside Wait. the team and the rings, you're dead. You're really, you're really going to say Tom Brady's better than Peyton Manning? Skill what? for skill. Don't the stats prove it? Wow. Don't so you agree with him it? too, Pete? You agree with him, Pete? I don't think Pete agrees. I, I didn't I, don't I think... agree with him. I just uh, made a point about how yeah. Tom, about how Peyton Manning had a far and away better offensive team in his years in Indianapolis. I'll die. Yeah. I, that's one of the hills I'll die on. I'll take that. So do you think so you so you think that? Do you think that, Pete? Is what I'm asking you. Do I think Tom Brady as a quarterback is better than Peyton Manning as a quarterback? In, yes. in terms of position, no. Is he a better quarterback in terms of is he a better quarterback in terms of what he's accomplished than Peyton Manning? Yes. And he's better because he did it with less. Absolutely. That's what I said. Skill for skill. That's what I said. Skill Absolutely. For skill. Absolutely. Okay. Y'all got me fresh face on this bitch today. <laughs> That's what's <Wow>. up. <laughs> Ain't no wrong with that. Hey, how you doing? So, Julio, big big Julio. Hold on, I'm not. I heard that nonsense a couple minutes ago. I will take it. It was him. I, I, was, was, him. I, I was standing here. It was him. I feel as skill is concerned. I feel like Peyton Manning was a more skillful quarterback. Ooh. I feel like Peyton Manning was able to do more with less. And I also yes. And I also feel like where Tom Brady edges out is that Tom Brady 
had better defenses and better coaching. But, but. A way better coaching. Way better coaching. But I feel as if Peyton Manning is was always a quarterback coach to me. And where yes. Brady didn't have to be that quarterback coach, if that makes any sense. So Peyton's the better game manager than Tom Brady. Yeah, he's a better I, yeah he's a better ball manager. Yes, I, I agree. No, that I agree with. I'm just saying if we we're putting higher IQ a, too. Yes, because Peyton Manning's the god at IQ. No, but, I, but, I, you see, that's that's where I'm a little like. I think that Tom Brady has a very high football IQ. He, he can figure out defense is better than Peyton. Yeah. You think so? Wait, I knew what? You think he can figure out his opposition defense better than Payton? Not at all. I thought you Is meant that- did he was he able to I don't know. I thought you said something completely different. I'm <laughs> sorry, guys. I'm running on two and a half, three hours of sleep. You always, you always know that when Brady was always able to adapt, if Manning, if Manning ever got in trouble or Manning didn't have anybody to throw to, Manning was Manning was a sitting duck. When Manning didn't have offensive weapons, he, it was hard for him. He he was he was able to break down the defensive when he had weapons. Brady was always able to do it without weapons. Remember, Brady's best two weapons were Welker. Well, three were Randy Moss for what two seasons. Okay. But he always had a dangerous core, though. Welker and then Edelman. He had Edelman. He had Gronk. He had uh, what's that one that that killed everybody? Hernandez. 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 Yo. <laughs> I was about what's to that, say, hold on. Was that one who killed everybody? <laughs> no, not was who was that other tight end? <laughs> was the guy who killed everybody? <laughs> yo, she, you gotta no. get to sleep. You gotta relax. I don't know what you yo, you gotta oh, relax. Today. <laughs> I'm looking all pale. I'm looking all pale. But at least I look younger without making, but I'm looking all pale. I knew something was wrong when you said your phone got syphilis. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm, I'm just. But when you it, look it's, at it's when you look at what, today. just when, imagine what a syphilis on a phone would be, and that's my phone. So when you when you look at what no. when you look at what they were working with, when you look at what they were working with in Indianapolis, you had Marvin Harrison, you had Reggie Wayne, you had Ricky Prohl, you had I'm um, Dallas Clark at the tight end position, Who? does not get the amount of respect that he should as a tight end. And for a long time, you had Edger and James as the running back. They were, when you talk about stacked offensively in Indianapolis, and they had one of the best offensive lines in Indianapolis for a long time. That you saw wide receiver. <laughs> a top 50, and no, a top 50 player at, on their team, two of them. Well, they had two top 50 right. wide receivers, I think a top 50 tight end, a top 50 running back, Obviously, a top fifty top quarterback is not impressive. I'm sorry. I'm talking about all time, not not. Oh, I'm about to say because no, no, right. no, 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 no. And not getting Reggie Wayne and Marvin Harrison, bro. Not none of them is messing with Gronkowski. I said James. And no, no, and Marvin Harrison. And Marvin Harrison. Wait, come on! You cannot. Gronkowski was leaps and bounds ahead of of some of these guys we're naming. And I really feel like you're trying to play Randy Moss. Even Hernandez was leaps and bounds ahead of some of these guys. No, no, I'm not trying to play anybody as in skill. I mean, 
I get I'm it. saying that I get it, but for a long period of time, Peyton Manning had more consistent weapons. Brady had weapons in spurts. Okay, Brady did a lot more with a lot less for a longer nope. time. No, 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 no. No, I don't think I don't so. I agree with that. I don't, I don't agree even with agree with that. Because you know, been around for a minute. You know, you know what it is. Like for, uh, you know what it is. You know what it is. We've been around for an hour, not a minute, an hour. You know what it is. You know what it is. It was and Brady had what? And I want to. I can't. This Brady made on his trash receivers and trash like selections better than what they look. Yeah, I could I couldn't hear you, but Queen, you were saying I feel like the reason why we kind of look at the two like that is because we saw Peyton's team play more during the regular season and we saw the Patriots more during the postseason. So it's really hard to say who had what, when, and where. Because right. I feel as if we didn't I didn't really watch a lot of Patriots games. But I saw a lot of Colts games, and it's easy to make that determination based on what you think somebody has during the regular season. But I feel as if, uh, what's his name? Uh, why am I not remembering his name again? Hernandez? Belichick? Bill Belichick, yes. He is a playoff coach. Mm. He don't care about the regular season as long as they make enough to make it into the playoffs. That's how I feel. And I mean, that's the difference. I mean, let's just look at his first two Super Bowls. Um, Tom Brady won a Super Bowl in 2001. His starting wide receivers were Troy Brown and David Patton, and his tight end was Rod Rutledge. In 2003, his second Super Bowl, he had Dion Branch and Troy Brown with Christian Foria and Daniel Graham. As his tight ends, okay. His his running back, his running back for both of the well was Antoine Smith in 01 and Kevin Falk in 03. Who was it? But the thing is, they were playing against the Rams, who choked in the Super Bowl again. That's what the Rams do. His first three Super Bowls, he had nobody. The best player on his team uh, was probably Corey Dillon on the 2004 Super Bowl team. He won his first three Super Bowls. With nobody, and that's what I'm saying. I'm he, just trying he to see. Help. He I'm did get help later in his career. He did get help later. He got Rob, as you said. He got Aaron Hernandez. He got Welker, and and then and, and Edelman, and eventually they got Randy Moss. For the time they had Randy Moss, but for a long time, Tom Brady did more with less. In those same years, in those same years that I just mentioned. Peyton Manning had Edwin James and two top 50 wide receivers. Bro, bro, you see, that's why I'm going to cut you off right there because when you look at the stats of that first Super Bowl between them and the Rams, you get what I'm saying? You can't compare Kurt Warner to Tom Brady at that point, right? And when you're looking at the people who – the Patriots players in those positions ranked higher in individual stats – up to the Rams players in those same positions. You get what I'm saying? So we, they may not be people who we talk about, like we talk about the Gronks and we talk about these people, but um, as much as little as we're talking about these people, 
we weren't talking about as Azir Hakim. We're not talking. He was like on the Rams or Pro. Do y'all know who Yo Murphy is? Do y'all know who Ernie Conwell is? Do y'all know who he probably pre probably knows that whole thing? No, I mean the top three like, wide receivers. Like yeah, that's probably that's probably Pete. Like, yeah, no, but they were running. They were running. And then, the, and then the Patriots ran into trouble whenever they ran into teams that were either resilient teams or elite teams. I just just to put a bow on it. Yes, um, I think that topic between Brady and and Peyton is definitely a good topic to put in the chamber for um, definitely another time. But the last topic, real quick, Julio Jones to Tennessee. This is a quick, this is a quick one. Is Tennessee tight? Are the Tennessee Titans a contender now? Or are they still just bump out the playoffs? Just be scared of Derrick Henry and then get get bumped out the playoffs. Tay. I don't even care. <laughs> I don't either. I'm not gonna hold you. I like Julio though. Uh, the, the the guy who who only got targeted one time in that Super Bowl. I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sad thing. I mean, Sad. to me, to me they become, Sad. in my in my opinion, they become the best team in the division. Uh, we don't know what the Colts are going to be next year. We don't. Yeah, we, don't know what Colts, we don't know what the Colts are going to be next year. We don't know what. We don't know, what, we don't know what Houston's going to look like because God only knows if Deshaun Watson is going to play in the They're going to be garbage. Garbage. Um, they're far and away. It was garbage uh, with Deshaun. They're far and away the best team. Ryan Tannehill has now two very, very good wide receivers to throw the ball to, which means that he doesn't have to rely on Derrick Henry to win games for them all the time. And that's what I think is going to be the biggest thing. It's going to allow them to lower the workload on Derrick Henry and allow Ryan Tannehill to air the ball out to Julio and A.J. Brown. All right, so I like how this Andre Watson thinks. You know what's funny? I came across this story, uh, I think a couple of days ago. Literally, uh, a friend of Deshaun Watson says that Deshaun wants to go play in Denver. How does Deshaun Watson even still get an opinion about where he wants to go play? He's gonna play in the prison yard the next couple of years, but we'll see. The longest yard. It's the longest yard. <laughs> right. Burt Re- oh, I think Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds, yeah, and yeah. Adam Sandler. Well, yo, I didn't get a chance to really talk about Giannis. Okay. You, here's the floor to you for the last couple minutes of the show. Okay. Uh-huh. Can I just say that Giannis be looking real dumb when they're losing? Mute your mic, guys. Mute your mic. This is Tay Smoke section right now. Mute your mic. <laughs> he sit there with this dumb, blank expression. Like, he don't know why he's even on the court. And that is so angering to me. You get what I'm saying? They had to pull out all the stops to beat a Brooklyn Nets team the other night that was underperforming. They are in trouble. And at what point are we going to finally say that, like, I don't care how many accolades you you put on somebody, 
that doesn't mean that they are the best and the best. That's why I keep saying to Matt that, yeah, Aaron Rodgers was MVP, but guess what? Giannis was MVP two times in a row. And what has that gotten? And what has that gotten the Bucks? Nothing but embarrassed. You get what I'm saying? And I feel like I was watching the game. I think I was watching the game when I was on my flight, right? And I was like, yo, he's cutting to the rim. He was looking pretty impressive the first quarter. That first quarter was the best Giannis had ever looked in his entire, I would say, postseason career. But, you know, I don't know if it's that he doesn't have the right pieces around him. But what's what's really, really pissing me off is seeing all these bigs shooting so many freaking threes. Like, you are six foot nine. If you don't have any type of of paint game, then you shouldn't be getting the looks that you're getting. That means that your overrated ass needs to sit at the end of the bench because there's no reason why he should be shooting eight, eight, eight or ten three-pointers. But that's my TED Talk. I'm over Giannis. I want them to – and then the thing – oh, it was the free throws. The free throws. He, the referees kept letting – I was counting myself. He took 16 seconds in between each free throw and missed. And it wasn't until the fifth time that he did that that they started calling that 10-second violation. And when the one that they called the 10-second violation wasn't even the one that he violated. You get what I'm saying? All that for it to go straight into the crowd. Like, when are we going to say that this is over? When are we going to say that it's over? When? It was over game two. I'm talking about putting Giannis on this pedestal of being like top five, top ten players. Like we 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 crap on Kawhi, and that's and to be honest with you, when you crap on Kawhi, but letting Giannis, I'm not saying here. I'm just saying in general. You get what I'm saying? The Clippers' woes are making people question Kawhi's legacy as an elite player. Kawhi, to me, is still top five in the league. Just being honest. Just being honest. Agreed. You get what I'm saying? He's definitely number five right now. Yeah, he's still. Giannis so, staff moved not, up? Giannis is not in the top 10. Top staff moved 15, up top 20 maybe. Giannis is not even top three. He's not He's not even top 15, and it ain't close. Mm. And we've been saying it for a long time. And I, I'm going to keep saying it until the league hears it. Yo, the Giannis experiment failed and was over when we said it on the show when they were, like, not even, I, I think it was when they played Miami. And, like, we're, they were about to go against Miami. I'm like, they're not going to beat Miami. <laughs> they so, wasn't going to. But I, I don't know if Kawhi's top five. Name your top five. LeBron. No, 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 no. Save it. Save it. No, 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 no. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Save it. Hold on. Let him say it. Who's your top five? LeBron. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Durant. Uh Uh-huh. Steph Curry. Uh Uh-huh. Luka Doncic. Uh Uh-huh. And Anthony Davis. Get the hell out of here. Anthony Davis? Over Kawhi Leonard? Nah, baby. 
Definitely to be continued. I could even say no. No. You could even say James. I can't even argue his list. I can't argue his list. I can't argue his list. You could even say James Harden to be in the top five. I was. I still put James Harden over. James Harden over Kawhi Leonard. Ah. Damn. Anthony Davis is top ten. Anthony Davis is top ten. He's not top five. In my opinion, Kawhi Leonard's legacy got boosted simply because he led Toronto to the to the to the chip. To me, then he beat LeBron. Hold on. What about he was he was he was Hold on. Are you kidding? What he I'm was not. doing in San Antonio? I'm I don't not. necessarily so think he wasn't? beat LeBron because LeBron still averaged twenty eight and eight. So I mean, he was and always has been one of the best, if not the best, one on one defensive players in the NBA. I think it ain't looking like it. I think he is a great player, but I do not think Kawhi Leonard without the without the Duncan Manu. Tony, that core still being That's there. Kawhi Leonard does not win. That's not fair. That's not Come fair. Come on, Andre says, Queen. That's I want you to fair. look at this comment because this one was for you. Who Kawhi Leonard? He ain't going to no mix. <laughs> he ain't going to the I ain't even going to Miami. I'm not even getting my hopes. I'm not. I, <laughs> Andre, Andre, <laughs> I think I'll tell you something. I think let me go to Brooklyn, y'all. Go on, let me go to Brooklyn. Let me tell you something. Come and talk to me when Anthony Davis can make it through a damn playoff series, right? Unscathed. Then we can have conversations about oh, him oh, being oh, in the top five. I want to see Anthony Davis yeah, make 65 games. No, I, I want to see him make 65 full, games. I want him to play a full season. You know what I'm saying? Without falling on his gonzo looking ass, right? Before you come and tell me about a top five. What is Charmin? I mean, I can't I can't lie with you oh, on man. that, but I think I think Andre so makes it a lot of things, but Kawhi Leonard ain't soft. He's I the only thing about Kawhi Leonard that's soft is he's soft spoken. There's nothing yeah. soft about how he played his game. I think I think Andre Andre makes a good point. Andre makes a good point though. Mike Budenholzer to me is this generation's Mike D'Antoni. No, no, no. They played good. Not the same. That Bucks team played defense, and that Hawks team played good defense. No, no, not in the defense. Hold on, y'all thinking in the defensive capacity. I'm not talking about defensively. I'm talking talking about about season great, but stuck in the playoffs. He has led two teams to 60-plus wins in the regular season to the number one seed of their conference, and none of those teams are able to go far enough as the finals in the playoffs. D'Antoni had the same problem in Phoenix. He was a great regular season coach, but that system never worked in the playoffs. And Budenholzer has the same problem. He has great offensive teams. He has great teams, but they are not equipped for playoff basketball. All right, well... We'll see. I agree. Next week. We will see next week because Giannis, the Bucks, and Bucks will be on. You know, they are going fishing, and, and they will be on the top of the show in the smoke section next week. <laughs> for sure. Anthony if Davis they lose in five, Anthony Davis over Kawhi Leonard. I'm pretty sure. All right, I'll put James Harden I, over Kawhi Leonard. James Harden's even worse. 
I'll put a healthy Clay Thompson. All right, it's time for you to go. It's time for us to wrap this up. It's time for us to wrap this y'all up. Too dis- y'all too disrespectful. Then y'all be wondering why y'all sports opinions be so wrong. He's wild. Wait, why you gotta go, y'all? Wait, 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 whoa, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Put your gun nah, away that, here, Kelly. No, 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 That Clay was o- over the top. I almost removed you. I never, I never, I never <laughs> I said you Clay out. was. No, he did. He did. I never. I would never say <laughs> that. Why, Lennox? Look, I'm not going wild. to hold Claire you though. Kawhi is wild. He, he raised some good points, though, Tay. He has raised some good points, though. As far as about the Kawhi who? argument, he is raising some good quotes. About Kawhi. I didn't hear. Kawhi everybody I didn't started hear. saying this. He's, everybody you started see? jacking Please Kawhi look. being like. <laughs> you see? Look, the internet is in that tripping again. Kawhi, Kawhi's like Kawhi. Yo, your internet. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Matt, you good? Your internet good now? I'm, I'm here. I'm here. I'm just making sure because when you started talking, this thing is aggravating me. You started talking crazy. Every time your Wi-Fi you went out. Wrong opinion. Your Wi-Fi freezes. <laughs> Every time. I was saying, and I was saying, everybody started saying this Kawhi is number two thing after the Toronto series when he won the, when he won the championship with Toronto, but everybody escapes to remember that. There was no KD. There was no Klay Thompson. So if the Warriors were fully healthy, we all know the Warriors would have beat Toronto. Would everybody right. be saying Kawhi's number two then? You want to hear something? That and I'm a really little shot got him there, by the way. This may be a real hot take, and I'm sorry, I'm and, I, and, I, and I do not, and I will not take this away. And I don't care. End off this. I don't care how many rings they may win, but Kevin Durant is a weak ass player. What do you he's mean weak ass player? You gotta as far as what? His leg to be honest with you, let me tell you something. People I don't I used to see the first I first of all I didn't have to explain myself, but I think Kevin Durant is overrated. And I feel this with my heart of hearts. Like I can see the grit in in um in Kawhi. I'm not even putting LeBron in this in this category, this conversation, because it's like it doesn't even make any sense. But I don't see the grit in KD like I, I've seen in Steph Curry, like I see in Devin Booker, like I see in certain players. Even even the grit I see in a Kyrie Irving, and you know I ride Kyrie hard. Kevin Durant doesn't have that heart to me, the heart of a killer, the heart of a champion. And I feel like he's overrated as fuck. We're going to leave it at that. No response to it, y'all. No response to it. Shoutouts to... The Jabba Tears Network, Two and a Half Bros, the Jabba Tears Podcast, and Own Talk. Us at the Girl Sports Show, Tavius Tea Time, Brooklyn BS. Um, you know, Jabba Slam is coming up, y'all. Jabba Slam, July 31st. Um, by the time this show comes out, um, it'll be a couple days from um, Amanda's birthday. So happy birthday, early birthday to Amanda Panda. Happy birthday, Booby. Woo! And Izzy. And Izzy, yes. And happy, oh, birthday. happy birthday, Izzy. Yes, yes, yes. Happy birthday to them, too. We're going to celebrate. By the time this comes out, we would have been turned up and, 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 and go, drunk. To sleep, go to I'm sleep by 8 o'clock. <laughs> I am. We, have, I might be, we might get a hotel. So I'm, I'm frosted. <laughs> Do you think, player? So, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. 
For B. Jack Tony. For the queen, the head of the Eurosports show table, Queen Tay, a.k.a. 7K Tay. It is your boy, Big Baby, a.k.a. Dre Dollars, signing off. Peace. See, that was better. See?